Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey everybody, welcome to Coffee Current Events and Politics in Lupin Nation, the most dangerous show on social media anywhere. I am Jacqueline Lupin, along with my husband, Abdishahid Lupin. And we are keeping our ear to the ground, getting in the weeds and the details so you don't have to. So thank you for joining us on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things tonight. There's a lot to cover because it's been a while since we've since we've done a show. Yeah, it has been, and um, since you know we have this uh, Christmas season coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Monday's Christmas Eve. Monday is Christmas, right? And um, in our part of the universe, anyway. Right. And um, so um, Jackie and I have a special treat for our audience, uh, but you have to wait for that at the end of the show. You have to wait till the end. Yep. But tonight, we will discuss uh, the First Step Act and what it really means to incarcerate Americans. Mm-hmm. Is it the criminal reform that many of us was hoping for? We'll give you our take. Also, we asked the question, are black people that stupid? Are they? <laughs> well, the Russians think so. Or is it the Democratic Party still blaming us for, uh, you know, us black folks for 2016? Mm-hmm. And finally, we will examine the Trump administration's prosperous African initiative. Is it trick-or-treat? For the African people, yeah. we'll talk about we'll that. talk about that as well as we will talk about obviously the big GoFundMe for the wall. Man, we got a lot to cover tonight. Uh, well, okay, I'll, I'll leave that for later. <laughs> we're going to talk about it. Okay. But anyway, um, so uh, welcome, and um, so we're going to give you some time to, you know, build up. You know, uh, go get your tea, your coffee, mm-hmm. whatever you like, mm-hmm. settle down. We think that this is going to be a very, um, uh, well, we, we feel very good about tonight's show and uh, about the topics. We've been very busy. We were, uh, we, uh, shout out to Brian Griffin. We did his show. Yes, uh, the uh, People's Republic podcast. Yep, and we also their did show. their show. Right. Thank you for it. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, there, we did their show. We uh-huh. did. We also did. Um, loud, well, you did loud and clear. Loud and clear midweek uh, uh, in review, mm-hmm. and then tomorrow we do the full weekend review. A lot to talk about on loud and clear. And let's not mention that um, uh, um, earlier today we also did by any means necessary with <laughs> Eugene Purier and Sean Blackman. <laughs> Thank you. Shout out to our friends yeah. uh, over at at Spitnik. Uh, uh, the, the crew at By Any Means Necessary. Bob Shalhuber and the crew. Bob Shalhuber and Sean and Eugene and, and our friends at Loud and Clear, Brian Becker and uh, uh, Walter Smolarek and, and uh, uh, John Kiriakou um, and, and, and Nicole. Just, they've been just really, really I, great. My, I have such a black tone. See, okay. you, you, I mean, because that's <laughs> why. No, because I leave that up to you to pronounce these names that I'm just not good at. You know, so I mean, you know, you got to stay in your lane. I know my lane, so. I mean, you know, so I'm glad you, you, you were able to do that. I'm, I'm usually the one who butchers the names, and I, and I just forgot Nicole's uh, last name, Roussel. I did, I did not want to forget, uh, uh, leave, leave her out. Um, thanks uh, so much to everyone. Very loud buzzing in the stream. Yeah. Okay, so what let's, is that about? I don't know. Let's see if we can fix that. Uh, let's see if we can adjust some things. Very loud buzzing. That's interesting. Hmm. All right, I'm gonna try to see if we can change some settings. Uh, 
Alright, so uh, thank you guys for letting us know that the sound is pretty bad. We want to try to uh, straighten that as, as best as we can. Yep. And, um, hey, look, you know, we're the most dangerous show on social media for a reason. Right. We know that the loud buzzing may not be coming from us. Yeah, that's true. Right. It may not be coming from us at all. Yep. But let's, let's see what we can do with this, uh, with this sound. Uh, don't know if that's better. It's okay, okay now. Juliet Leek said it's okay. Thank you, Juliet. All right, so uh, I guess we can go on then. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Okay now. What, what, what did you do? I don't know what I did. I just, you know what I do when, when you guys tell us that we're having audio issues? I just start opening things and clicking different buttons and hoping that something works. <laughs> Seriously. And then, then I go back um, and I look at the settings. Uh, and and and, uh, and I see what's going on. Yeah, the the, the motor is in the laptop. So yes, that is what you're hearing. Um, you're probably hearing the the uh, the the fan in the laptop. So I, I'm not sure what to do about that. Um, I, I'm I'll try to keep clicking on different things and seeing what's going to happen. It sounds like a car engine. Okie dokie. That's great. Well, let's see. Let's try. Let's try this. Can you can you still hear? Let me let us know if you can still hear. Uh, if the uh, if the sound is better, looks like we've got some good uh, sound on our end. Please let us know. You guys weigh in if you can still hear. I'm seeing emoticons. Okay, it still doesn't sound normal, and it still has distortion. But I can, but you can hear us for the most part. Um, oh, okay. So Umber oh. said it's fixed. Okay, great. This here, right here. Okay, probably yeah. So amplifying the, probably, yeah. and you know, with this, this, this is this is what happens when when Yay! you know you you're you're a commentator and you don't have actual like sound engineers doing this stuff. So thank you all for your patience and for, for weighing us weighing in and helping us figure this out. Hey, we do not want to ignore our friends and family over on YouTube. We see y'all. Uh, thanks so much, Uncle Brother and Uncle Mocha brother. Witch. Uncle Brother. Oh, wow. Mocha Witch, Shirley Vick, what's going on? Steve Saviano. Hey, thank you so much, Steve, uh, for listening to us on by any means necessary yes. and loud and clear. Um, DiCapriano, oh, uh, is it is it lower? We need to turn the volume up a little bit more because we can get loud up in here, y'all. How's a little bit better? I hope so. Awesome. Right. Thank you. Wonderful. You guys, listen here. We got a lot to talk about. And, you know, and this this is the thing that, you know, um, that, that I love about um, our show and I, that I love about our audience is that we are a team. So, I yes. mean, so when, you know, you guys let us know when things aren't going right on our end and we try to fix it, and when y'all let us know, we're, we're a team. And this is how we operate in Luke Mod Nation. We're mm -hmm. a team. And, and and believe it or not, actually, this this is this is what we do in real life, too, because we, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we're, just, we're just hurtling along on this rock in the mm -hmm. universe, trying to, you know, tweak buttons and unplug things and plug things and see what works. Mm. And so far with Coffee Current Events and Politics and Luke Mind Nation, y'all, we found something that works really, really well for us. We hope it works for you. All right, so I guess now that um, we took the time to fix the audio, you guys should have been settled down and everything. So let's mm -hmm. get into the show. Yes, listen.
Listen, man. What? People have been losing their minds this mm-hmm. week about the Senate passing the First Step Act, right? Right. Now, I have to be honest, and I'm going to say the very same thing I said on Loud and Clear, because we talked about this on Loud and Clear Wednesday, and the audio, the podcast uh, from that show is up on our page. Excuse me, please check it. Check it out. It was a really great segment, and that entire show uh, was really, really wonderful. Um, the whole Loud and Clear show was great, so please check both of them out. But I'm going to say the same thing tonight that I said then. Okay. I didn't think the Senate would pass this legislation. I really didn't because there was so much opposition to criminal justice reform by some pretty powerful uh, Republicans in the Senate. Even though I am surprised Mm. that the Senate passed this bill, it doesn't mean that it's a good bill. No, it doesn't mean that at all. I mean, just because the Senate um, passes, or just because the uh, Congress passes anything, doesn't mean that because they passed it that it's it's uh, a good bill or that it's um, uh, necessarily beneficial. Uh, you know, benefits everyone. You know, right. So I, I know people are wondering how could they be against criminal justice reform. Well, this we is, are not. <laughs> yeah, l- let's be clear. We're not against real criminal justice reform. We have a problem with these uh, uh, kind of sleight of hand uh, efforts by these politicians who pretty much grandstand on a really important issue that affects millions of people's lives, especially like 40% of black people who are incarcerated, up right. to two, more than 2 million people who are incarcerated, over 40% of those people are black. So I mean, even though we make up, they say between 12 and 14% of the population, we right. make up about 40% of the prison population. Right. And and that's the problem with this legislation. It doesn't go far enough. That's one issue. The other issue is the, the details that, that the media is not being real honest about. And there's a reason for that. So so what's the problem with the First Step Act? And, and we've been in discussions with people who say, listen, it, it is exactly that. It is a first step you know, and yes, it does eliminate uh, the three strikes uh, rule in, on the federal level, and it... Well, this only applies to federal prisons. That's right? the first problem. This bill only applies to federal prisons. Why is that an issue? Because out of the two million-plus incarcerated people in America... And mind you, the United States of America has the highest population of incarcerated people in the world. We incarcerate more people than 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 so-called communist China, and and even even when the Soviet Union was the Soviet Union, we imprison more people than Russia. Well, and and, and what makes that um, you know when you say those type of things, people say, "Oh wow, golly gee," but. We only make up five percent of the pop world's population in the United States. Right. So, uh, so we make up five percent of the world's population, and we lock up um, uh, uh, more of our citizens, as you just stated, Jackie, than um, China, who has a billion people, India, right. who has a billion people. Mm-hmm. Uh, countries that have much larger populations than ours, and so, um, and a lot of this is due to um, uh, inequities in the justice system, right. criminal justice system, and we also know that a, a large part of the criminal justice system is, um, ha- has profit motives, right. you know, so they, they are, in, so incarcerating people, 
um, uh, uh, to a large extent is revenue, mm -hmm. and and mm -hmm. and it's revenue for private corporations. Um, so we're so what we're doing is is that um, they say well crime doesn't pay. Well, it does. It it just doesn't pay us. Yeah, right. We don't benefit from it, but um, you know what what's the uh, um, um, corrections corporations of America and all of these private prison industries they crime pays for them um and and mass incarceration is and it always has been a crime against humanity so this this first step act is insufficient because it only applies to federal prisons which only covers around 180,000 incarcerated people out of 2 million plus people who are incarcerated in the United States. Now, I'm not, we're not at all saying that, that those people shouldn't see some type of reform just because, you know, that there is a much larger right. prison population. But politicians and the media are not being honest about the reach of this legislation. And unfortunately, some criminal justice advocates are doing victory laps in regard to this legislation as if it's... It's, it's going to change the lives of millions and millions of people. It's really not. Not only does it not apply to most of the 2 million plus incarcerated people in, in, in this country, it also isn't even going to affect most of the 180,000 people incarcerated in the federal system. Right. So this, this piece of, uh, thank you, Steve Saviano over on uh, YouTube, said that we have 5% of the population of the world, and in this country, we also account for twenty five percent of the world's prison yeah, population. Yeah, thank you for that That's because I, I didn't, I didn't, couldn't remember the percentage of yeah. prisoners that we uh, incarcerate. I mean, so, so this this bill is, it's window dressing in that regard, in that it doesn't address mass incarceration at all. It it really does not. Then that that's just one issue. The, uh, the other issue that, that we have with this legislation is that um, th there's a lot of emphasis on um, giving incarcerated people in the federal system um, more opportunities to earn uh, good behavior credits toward right. you know, phone calls to their family and that kind of thing. And that sounds well and good, unless you actually know how some of these institutions work. See... Institutions sometimes set their own rules for things like inmate access to phone calls. Some places allow most of their inmates, most of the inmates in the, in the facility, mm -hmm. to phone home every day. So if this bill becomes law, then it is conceivable that some incarcerated people's right to a daily phone call will be replaced, could be replaced, with this uh, good behavior-based program in which they have to earn the right to call home where they used to have the right to do it every day, right. according to the institution that they're in. That's a serious problem. The other problem with that is that I think there's a provision in this bill that um, directs more... Um, use of video calls. That's an issue because not only are video calls much more expensive than, you know, a regular telephone call and they're expensive enough, mm -hmm. but it's also conceivable that 
the institutions, the Bureau of Prison, the Federal Bureau of Prisons, mm -hmm. could use this legislation to reduce the number of in-person visits incarcerated people get. Right, right. Because they focus so much on video calls. I mean, we, we need to understand how the prison system works and what the rules are really for each institution almost. And, and we need to listen to advocates of incarcerated people. That's true. Well, I mean, let's, let's look at this. Um, Congress is not doing this out of the kindness of their hearts. Let's, let's look at that. Mm -hmm. um, the prison reform bill had very, like you said, they had, um, they got, they have very um, powerful opponents. But but the reason why this bill gained momentum because there were powerful people behind it. One of them were the Koch brothers. Right. So the Koch brothers um, were um, um, uh, came in early. They mm -hmm. funded early, and they and and the Koch brothers um, put a lot of money in in trying to promote this. Um, there's a couple of reasons why um, uh, uh, that that the the um, that the that the government's finally paying attention to the large amounts of, of, uh, of prisoners, especially, in, well, with the federal system, is that it's expensive. Mm -hmm. You keep incarcerating people, and keep incarcerating people, it, the, the, you know, um, the, the federal system isn't private. Right. So the federal system is, is, is government-funded. Mm -hmm. So that means that, that the government is, um, you know, look, with so much of our resources going to the military-industrial complex, there's not enough pie left for anything else. <laughs> That right. includes prisoners. That that's a great point. Right. They, you know, that that's includes right. prisoners. Mm -hmm. So I mean, so they're not doing this out of the kindness of their heart. They're not, you know, they didn't get a Eureka moment and say, wow, you know, this this is, you know, uh, and they're not even embarrassed because, you know, you know, someone could say, well, you know, uh, maybe it's uh, an embarrassment for the United States to be recognized. Look, let me tell you something. The United States don't get embarrassed easily. No. So, you know, you don't reach almost three million people. Uh, of your citizens incarcerated, then all of a sudden say, "Well, that's a shame that you know we we you know that looks kind right. of bad." Yeah, yeah. It's why, purely why are we doing that? folks. It's purely economic economics. Mm -hmm. The military industrial complex is sucking us dry. Mm. It's sucking the treasury dry. Mm -hmm. I mean, we spent trillions of dollars in Afghanistan and Iraq. We're spending trillions more on nuclear weapons. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, no no offense to the MMT folks, but there's nothing infinite. Um, uh, you know, there's, you know, even the universe has a finite space. It doesn't go on forever. Right. We so, just don't know where the end well, is, yeah. but there's an end. Yeah. And, and neither does, um, um, our ability to fund things, you know? So, I mean, yeah, people say, well, you can print money, um, you know, uh, uh, monetary sovereignty and stuff, but anything that's related to human beings is finite. Believe mm -hmm. me. I mean, you know, even if you was to base, um, uh, your monetary value on all of the precious minerals in the earth. That's finite. Right. So, 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 you know, whether it's, it's, whether you believe that taxes fund spending or whether you believe that, that, um, the government, uh, can print its own money, um, there is a finite, uh, 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 they, it, it, you know, the, the, the ability to fund these things has a finite, uh, 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 right. uh you know, um, you know what I'm going to, it's, it's yeah. finite. Yeah. I mean, so, 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 so with the military industrial complex taking up so much. With the United States um, uh, being drawn into another Cold War mm -hmm. with China, mm -hmm. uh, with Russia. So, you know, so no one's cutting back or no one's taking money away from the military. Right. So, so that means that somebody else has to give up uh, uh, shit. So, you know, so now that we got this bloated military budget, like I said, there's a little bit, the, the, the pie is shrinking. Mm -hmm. So that means even prisoners have to sacrifice. Right. You know, now, now this is the thing. 
Um, uh, uh, the, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's the first step. You know, if, if they were really sincere, if Congress was really sincere about prisoner reform, mm -hmm. then they would have reinstituted stuff they took away from the past. Prisoners used to be able to, to go to school. They used to be able to get college degrees. Prisoners used to be able to do a, a lot of things in the federal system and sometimes in the state in, in most state systems. So so what what is the goal? They say, well, you know, um, uh, it's you know, um, it's to give people uh, uh, another chance. Well, as you stated, Jackie, only 180,000 people so far would be directly affected by right. this and but, not even all of them. Right. But if, the, if, if Congress was really sincere about any kind of reform. Then all they had to do was just re reinstitute what they'd taken away before. Well, that, and if Congress were really serious about uh, uh, rehabilitation and and giving people uh, an, uh, 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 another chance who have made a bad uh, a decision or made a mistake and and need to be re rehabilitated after prison, then Congress, uh, uh, neither the House nor the Senate, would have included this uh, provision in the bill that relies on this software that uses an algorithm that is supposed to predict who is more likely to uh, recommit crime than other uh, prisoners. And that, 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 that algorithm-based software is what they use to determine who gets to participate in this good behavior program. Mm -hmm. If... Congress, if if the people in the Senate, if the people in the House, and if if the criminal justice advocates were serious about this legislation, they would never have included that aspect of of this legislation uh, uh, in it. Because there, there's an excellent piece by Pro uh, ProPublica about uh, the racism of these kinds of algorithms. They're already used by some state agencies. Uh, mm -hmm. To determine, I mean, remember the movie Minority Report? Oh yeah. And and uh, uh, the the pre crime department. That's almost what this kind of software does. It it predicts who will commit crime. Well, that's what racial profiling is pre crime. Exactly. I mean, you know, before exactly. they before they put that in uh, uh um in software and stuff. Pre-crime was just criminalizing black people from walking down the street, right. saying that we know you're going to commit a crime, so right. we're going, you know, so we're going to lock you up. Now they're just using software to do it instead yeah. of a person. So again, to do folks, it. We, we say this on the show all the time uh, that all of this stuff that you know uh, uh, that Hollywood has uh, mm. with the theme of dystopian uh, 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 themes and stuff, black people. Our lives here has been dystopian. So, so when, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so even with Tom Cruise's movie Pre-Crime, what do you think racial profiling is? What do you think Stop and Frisk is? Oh, remember the scene, remember the scene in Minority Report, which was so offensive, um, where, where the little uh, 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 spider camera okay. is, is, is running through the neighborhood and goes into an apartment building. And, and it's scanning people for the pre-crime program. Yeah, yeah. And it goes into the apartment, run-down apartment building. There's a black couple in there fighting like cats and dogs. Yeah. And they stop in the middle of their argument to be scanned by this uh, camera so that, you know, they, they, can be, uh, uh, they can be put into the algorithm to determine if they're going to commit a crime. I mean... Well, but, and, and you know what's so scary about that? Because this is art imitating life. The fact how easily people submit 
through these type of draconian measures. Yeah. You know, yeah. and these, you know, so so the government, you know, like uh, uh, the government says, oh, well, this is for your own good. Mm -hmm. And so people just like, you know, again, just accept this and submit to these type of measures. But, um, you know, but but again, you know, you know, I don't want to get off track, but I'm just saying um, pre-crime started with us. Uh, yeah. So so this is why, again, this is why, folks, we get into the weeds uh, about these things, because when you look at the media and it doesn't matter which media outlet you look at, really, um, all you're seeing is a bunch of people on the left and the right mm -hmm. being all celebratory about, oh, you know, this landmark criminal justice reform bill passed. It's not that landmark. It, it really isn't that landmark. It doesn't go far enough. It doesn't help uh, enough people. It doesn't do anything to address mass incarceration. It, it, in fact, still upholds a lot of the inequities in the criminal justice system that targets mostly poor people and mostly black people. So, I mean, we're not saying that there shouldn't be any criminal justice reform. What we're saying is let's be honest about what this is. This is this is another one of those things that Donald Trump can say to America in 2020. And he's going to be talking to black folks when he does it. Mark our words. Mm -hmm. When he starts to campaign officially for his presidential reelection bid in 2020, he's going to be talking to black people about what he did uh, with criminal justice reform under his watch. Well, you know That's what? All and, and, and he'll have a point. And the reason why I say he'll have a point, because mm -hmm. Barack Obama waited until um, the second, the, la the latter part of his second term to decide to start getting serious um, uh, about, um, you know, um, uh, dealing with the prison reform issue. Mm -hmm. Something that, you know, he could have done uh, uh, much earlier. Right. Considering that the people mostly affected um, supported him 98%. Right. So, I mean, so again, we talk about um, Trump, uh, what, you know, whether, um, uh, you know, we... we um, agree with it or not, Trump can brag about that. Mm -hmm. You know, because, I mean, still, it's still early in his presidency. He still has two more years left. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, he can say, well, look, I didn't wait like Barack Obama did. That's right. You know, uh, until I was almost out of here and, and basically snuck through the night and, and, and let some people go, you know, with no uh -huh. fanfare right, or none right. of that stuff. He said, no, I, you know, and, and in, in, in typical um, uh, Trump style, He's going to he's going to brag about it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so um, um, and, and, and the reason why I say that that itself is going to be misleading, because we got people even on our side cheering this on. Now, again, it's the first step. I'm glad that some people are going to get some relief. But we ha but look, we can't be we can't um, rest on our laurels. And, and, and allow them to constantly throw crumbs at us and right. then be satisfied. Right, right. We shouldn't... I guess what we're trying to say, y'all, is we shouldn't be celebrating some more crumbs. I, I, we really... We, we've done that for too long, and we really should not be celebrating some more crumbs. Because that really, that's what this is. And, so, and yeah, and these, these legislatures pat each other on the back. Oh, it's a bipartisan thing, and they all sit around and smoke their stogies and all this other kind of stuff. And yet, you know, we know it didn't put an end to the private prison industry. Nope. You know, but again, it's the first step. The thing of it is, Jackie, is that the majority of the uh, incarcerated people are locked up in state prisons, state and county prisons. Right. So we want to see, if this is the first step, let's see um, how the states, because if the federal government is admitting 
that um, that is unable to um, uh, to afford to incarcerate to to continue to incarcerate people on this level, then then the federal government got a lot more money than the states do. Right. So so we want to see if the states will follow the, the example of the federal government, or will some states take a different example as some states already are doing and just turning it over to private corporations. Exactly. I mean, I understand that this sets a precedent, but states don't have to follow the precedent of, of federal law if they don't want to. They've gone to court over that. Exactly. I mean, come come on now. So, so yeah, we, we're, we're going to continue to watch this. Um, maybe some aspects. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, I don't doubt that it'll pass at this point. I don't, I don't doubt that, that Congress will pass this into law. And we will continue to see mass incarceration. If Congress were serious about criminal justice reform, they'd end cash bail. Honestly, they would end cash bail. Um, that they would, they would, uh, um, they they would they would do a whole lot of different things uh, that would affect uh, um, the majority of incarcerated people. Mm-hmm. Like you said, at the state and and at the county level, a lot of those people, especially in county who haven't even seen a trial date yet. They're, they're, they haven't even been convicted. They're just sitting in jail waiting for their trial date. Deal with that. Then, then, I'll be, then, then I think I'll be a little bit more impressed about uh, uh, real criminal justice reform in this country. But anyway, that's our take on that issue. Right. So, um, so, uh, uh, no, I, I was, you know, just, I just want to make one point about mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand that in the county jails, you are not convicted of a crime. You know, in the county jails, in the county jails, you are arrested. You're waiting to have your day in court. And in a lot of these county jails, they are charging people rent to stay there, uh, which I think is such a, such an injustice. You, you get arrested. Now you're only arrested. And they take you to the county jail, and you're only accused of, of, of something. That's, you know, right. you haven't been convicted. Yet, a lot of these county jails are, um, um, because of budget cuts um, from the states, are forced to basically um, uh, 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 charge uh, um, people who are arrested in the county jails um, rent. Yeah. And, and and if they don't and and, and that's not the, and, and that's uh, along with having to pay for phone calls. Mm-hmm. That's along with having to pay for your food commissary mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, I know in in, uh, in um, my hometown, Camden, New Jersey, the Camden County Jail actually um, uh, when you when you leave and if you haven't paid your rent, they send you a bill. Exactly. And that goes on your credit report. And and that is even if you go to trial and are found not guilty. Or if the charges are dropped. Or if the charges are dropped. They bill you they, anyway. They so you, you. people yes. are, are going, are sitting in jail, waiting for their trial date because they and their family can't afford bail. And, then, and, and look, that affects mostly poor black and Latino people. And then when they get out of jail, if the charges are dropped, then, then they get a bill. Then they, so they, they're in debt to the state. For, and haven't even been convicted of anything. So, I mean, there, there are some serious shortcomings. Yes, this, this, this First Step Act does address some serious issues, but we say it doesn't go far enough. And not only do we say that, but many uh, uh, advocates for incarcerated people and incarcerated people's rights, because they do have rights, uh, also say this bill doesn't go far. This this potential legislation doesn't go far enough, and we'll keep watching it for you. So another thing we were watching this week with, with just, oh, my God, when, when this story broke, I think Monday, 
I, I was really like reading this story um, and, and, and I, I had knots in my stomach. I was so upset because this story was so ridiculous and it was so obviously pu pulled right out of the, the, the uh, playbook of how to tag, how to, how to discredit uppity Negroes from 1950 and 1930. Really? And yes. This whole idea about, uh, 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 the Russians, and the little 12 or 19 person troll farm that was creating some memes and spreading some memes on mm -hmm. social media. So this, this report comes out. It's just the most ridiculous stuff in the world. Um, and insulting. It is. It was so, and, and I think I was so angry about this report because I understood the damage that it would cause those of us who are outside of, of the Democratic Party mm -hmm. and the Republican Party, who are truly on the left, um, who, who are advocating for a dismantling of this two-party system, I understand how much damage. We get how much damage yeah. this, the, these, uh, this report did and the way it was reported. Because, see, the actual report about this bogus Russian interference... First of all, let's let's address this whole Russian Russian interference thing. You all know that we we just don't buy that. That's just some bogus stuff. We're not saying that that uh, people who were from Russia didn't set up some social media accounts and spread some stuff around sure on did. Facebook and social media. Yeah, okay, but but, but, sure they I mean, did, but, but, but Mark Zuckerberg is selling our data to people. Exactly. I mean, you know, so I mean, you know, look. If we're going to bitch about uh, um you know uh, being victims of social media. Then let's not just start, stop with the Russians. Mark Zuckerberg lied to Congress and said that that you know um, that that the 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 um, uh, the offense of selling our personal data and stuff to these um, what uh, other uh, companies, mm -hmm. um, and they find out that it's it's worse than he admitted it to. Oh, he said like it wasn't that bad. Right. <laughs> and so, then I they mean, find out no, he's selling millions yeah. of people. So I mean, so um, you, you, look. So, I mean, you know, look, let's not stop at the Russians, but I digress, you know. Well, I'm just saying, look, there, there's a lot of actors here uh, right. at, at play, but, you know, we're talking about the, you know, the so-called Russian thing right now. Yeah, so, I mean, this whole, because people, cause people are, 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 are cheering on Mueller and the FBI trying to take down Trump. I got a problem with people who call themselves leftists thinking that the FBI and Mueller who helped George Bush lie about the Iraq war. I got a real problem with y'all thinking that those people are all of a sudden going to save you. They're the ones who got you into this mess. Get the heck out of here. Mm -hmm. So Russia, <laughs> they're saying that, that Russia, by, by spreading some memes mm -hmm. on social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and, and Twitter, the, the report actually says that the, the reach of the memes were not that wide and there was no particular group of people that was targeted, right? The report literally says that these people from this troll farm sent memes to veterans, to Christian groups, to conservative groups, to Latino groups, to women's groups, to black people. I mean, the report literally says they just sent stuff to everybody. Right. But when you look at how it was reported in the media, almost every single media outlet 
reported that that story with the headline that read something like Russian troll farm targeted Sanders supporters and African-Americans. Almost every single outlet reported that the Russians specifically targeted Sanders supporters and black people and told us to stay home. And we did it with some meat because of some memes. Well, look, I mean, I'm look. I, I'm not naive enough to 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 say that the Russians may not have attempted to do these things. I'm sure they have. Governments do it to each other all the time. Uh, no one wants to talk about the Israeli spying on the on our government over here. You know, I mean, look. You know, you know, you got a little love fest between Netanyahu and the Israeli right uh, right wing government stuff. But come on, man. I mean, if we were to talk about governments um, uh, interfering in our politics, why is it? that um, 42 of our senators um, are, is back in the bill, are back in the bill, that would make criticizing Israel a crime. Uh, now, 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 if anybody, More than half of them Democrats. Well, yeah, so, so my point being, if anybody wants to talk about um, Russian interference in, in anything, well, what about the Israeli interference of our free speech? How about that? You know, the fact that, that senators that we, we, that you know, that the same politicians who we vote for to go and represent us seem to be representing another nation uh, mm -hmm. uh, against our supposedly uh, First Amendment rights over here. So I think that's more of a, of a graver issue than, um, so, uh, than a Russian troll farm just throwing darts at a board and, and hoping that, it, you know, that, that something sticks. And, and the really bad thing is, you're, you're right, you're right. The whole, the idea that, that people are, are actually taking seriously this idea that that like literally like a dozen or so people from Russia created some fake social media accounts and and created some memes mm -hmm. and and put them on social media and somehow they were able to convince millions of people either not to vote for Hillary Clinton or to just stay at home but particularly black people cuz we're obviously that stupid that's what that whole narrative says that black people are that immature and gullible that all we have to do is see some memes on Facebook. In, and, in between and, eating our chicken and watermelon, in, right? in between eating the chicken and the watermelon. <laughs> that, that, that all we needed to do to not vote is see some memes on Facebook. <laughs> now, here, here is, the, here is the, the part of this discussion that all of these crazy people who are Democrats who are repeating this garbage, black and white, who are repeating this garbage, refuse to talk about. Of the memes that were uh, uh, circulated, mm -hmm. first of all, most of them didn't contain anything that was false when it came to black people's issues. Now, the memes that... Well, we have an article. We'll post that article up from the New York Times uh, article that showed some examples of the, the most popular, the top uh, shared memes in this mess. They are the most ridiculous, ignorant, stupid, just that there were memes that were supposedly the ones that convinced us not to vote mm -hmm. at all. Yeah. It, like it was a picture of white Jesus. Yeah, uh, and, with, and, with yeah. like if you love Jesus, share if you something stupid yeah, like that. Stupid, then yeah. there was this was this was actually really funny. Then there was the 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 meme that 
was a picture taken from a legitimate black-owned shoe com company where the, the, the Russian troll farmers apparently put a bunch of hashtags on the picture. And the, the, the title on the picture was something like, uh, uh, all, all the shades are bare, you know, a bunch of different shaded uh, legs and from ladies and from, from, mm. from really light skin to really dark skin. And it was a, an advertisement for the shoes. But these geniuses, now these are, remember now, these are supposed to be a bunch of Russian spies, okay? These are, suppo these are supposed to be agents of the powerful Mother Russia. Or is it Father Russia? Is I it mother? mother? I think it's mother. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I should know. I, of course, am a black identity, identity extremist who is who is influenced by Russia. So how could I not know what we call our homeland? It's so ridiculous. But these people who are supposed to be agents of Russia tagged the legitimate shoe company in the meme that contained the picture that they stole from the legitimate shoe company. <laughs> but that meme that was just a, a picture of a bunch of legs in some shoes and some ashy ass legs too. Right. Where they get these black women who don't know what lotion is? That's what I really wanted to know. Um, when you when you see the the New York Times article, you you'll see this meme. But somehow this meme that had no political message in it whatsoever, mm. somehow that managed to convince a bunch of black people not to vote. As a matter of fact, the report says explicitly that most of the content that was traced back to the this uh, uh, Russian troll farm wasn't even political in nature. So how are you convincing people to not vote when you're not actually telling people not to? Well, I mean, look, before, <laughs> I mean, before this came out, when Hillary lost in 2016, <gasps> they were blaming black folks in Milwaukee for not voting. They were blaming black folks down in, in uh, uh, down in the North Carolina who who stayed home, you know. So black folks, you know, the, the Clinton camp were the first to start blaming black black people. I remember when the media went to um, uh, Milwaukee and and um, yeah, Milwaukee, and and they spoke with a lot of um, uh, black folks in Milwaukee who decided they didn't want to vote. They didn't. None of them said that um, that they um, uh, were convinced by memes on Facebook. What they said was is that they didn't see any change, uh, you know, they right. and they didn't like Hillary as a candidate. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that. Hillary didn't excite them, mm -hmm. like she didn't excite a, a, a large um, part of, of of the of the base, um, which is the reason why Bernie Sanders um, uh, gained such momentum. Uh, folks were turned off by the underhanded um, um, dealings that the uh, the Clinton camp did against Bernie Sanders. That's that, right. That's what people saw. So people saw Hillary uh, um, um, uh, uh, playing Mad Max, you know, in a political game, all wrapped up in leather and stuff, riding around in her in her, her made-up hoopty and going around here just, you know, just making a mess of things so that she can win and get the last little bit of water in the desert. But you know what happened? Folks saw that. Yep. And so when yep. folks saw that, they was like, I can't trust this woman. You know, here, you know, and, and, and you know, so none of them. None of the black people they they uh, interviewed in the barbershop who didn't vote. Mm -hmm. None of the 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 black uh, uh, the young black women down in North Carolina who said they stayed home. Mm -hmm. 
None, nobody else, nobody in Flint, Michigan, none of them said, well, I didn't like how they did that Jesus picture. I, you know, <laughs> that that's that, shoe that, mean. Yeah, that that really mean, convinced that, yeah, me that, that, that I need to stay. Right, home. right. You know, so so the thing of it is, is that folks look, it's insulting as a as a as a African uh, Afri- African man, uh, uh, African descendant man, um, uh, the fact that that we that that the the implications is is, is, is that we're so stupid. You know that 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 um, I, and I like what Dr. Jared Ball put in his tweet uh, or his comment when he said that you know um, yeah they brought up the police killings right but you know um, did we need Russia to tell us that we had a problem with um, uh, with police uh, brutality and and police uh, uh, extrajudicial killings did we need Russian troll farms to tell us that <laughs> you know did we need Russian troll farms to tell us that. Um, uh, that 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 we're slipping uh, as a group uh, as a demographic slipping further further in poverty. You know right. that our government is not functioning for us. That capitalism, for the most part, uh, um, uh, uh, is oppressing us. That the government, uh, uh, you know, that that we're, we're you know that we're not gaining in the system. That we're suffering from poor schools. That that the life expectancy instead of going up is going down. Not just for us, but for most Americans. We just did that on the mm-hmm. show last week, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago. Where the life expectancy for the sixth straight time is going down in America. Do we need the Russians to tell us that? You know what I mean? So, I mean, come on. No, what it is, is it's a government, and 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 uh, it's a government that's not taking responsibility for its inaction exactly. when it comes to its own citizenry. Exactly. And and specifically, this is insidious because the Democratic Party. And, and, and the Democratic Party hacks. I mean, like, we, we say all the time, we, we don't spend a lot of time criticizing the Republican Party because that's, that's, they're obvious, right? That they make their stuff real. They're benefiting from this too, mm-hmm. all right? Make, make no mistake that the Republicans are looking at the way the media is, is focusing on stupid black people not voting because of memes, and they are they are looking at this and 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 salivating too because they're like, well, you know what? Now that just justifies us not doing anything ever. Right. But right. we just the C told you not to mess with those stupid black people. But the Democrats are the ones who are sitting here saying, well, see, see, this is why we, you know black people are why Hillary lost. But the very same report admits. That of the memes or the stories or whatever that was shared by this Russian troll farm um, that pertained to black issues, especially issues of police brutality, none of what they shared was false. Nothing was untrue. They actually shared real information about real instances of police brutality. So if... We've been talking about that issue, but they also didn't. But they also didn't inform us on anything. We've I, been dealing with police brutality um, when when Russia when Russia was still um, uh, during the Bolshevik Revolution. Mm-hmm. We were dealing with with killer cops, right? So you know, so I mean, look, we've been dealing with killer cops when when uh, when Lenin was still wearing short pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, so we did not need the Russians to tell us. That exactly. we got a policing problem when it comes between the police and the black community. Here. Exactly. So, so it 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 was so insulting to see 
all of the media outlets and all of the Democrats, and especially a whole bunch of black folks who are supporting the Democratic Party and, and the Democratic surrogates, not coming out and, and, and strenuously saying this narrative is racist. It is. It is an absolutely racist narrative that isn't even based on what's actually in the report. It, it is straight out of the history of McCarthyism and, and, and the history of using uh, the Red Scare against black activists. Which has been done before. I, there, there is another post, I think, I think we shared it on our page, that came from the very same New York Times that it's almost the exact same headline. Mm -hmm. uh, Russians manipulated black people around the world to rise up. Not kidding. From like 1930. Same garbage. They, I mean, they don't, white supremacy doesn't do anything new. They're like Satan. They don't have a new, there's no new same playbook. Yeah. It's the, they do the same stuff over and over again. We ignore this history at our peril. And, and while Ron says on Facebook, uh, that it's important to consistently criticize the Republican Party. Well, absolutely true. We're not saying that we don't. We don't. It's just that when you have a, a, a so-called opposition party that's supposed to be the resistance to Trump, and they sign on to a racist narrative that attacks their own base. Now, I don't. I don't my problem is not so much with the Republicans in this one. My problem is with you. My problem. Our problem is with the Democratic Party that is going to use this narrative to beat black people over the head in 2020 about why we need to vote for another crappy Democratic candidate who is probably going to be Hillary Clinton again. And then they're going to blame us once again for losing the White House one more time. <laughs> well, I mean, on that note, uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, you know what, folks, say what you want about the Trumpsters. But they, you know, this what you remember that GoFundMe? They oh yeah. All right, <laughs> uh, you know, and th this is something. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about uh, uh, this GoFundMe page uh, to to um, ordinary folks, mm -hmm. supposedly, mm -hmm. are digging in their pockets, giving eighty dollars a piece. At least that's what the GoFundMe page says. And um, they so far raised within five days six million dollars. Um, so. Um, we're going to talk about that when we get back, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. right after this break. Yep. You're listening to, or you're watching, watching. current events and politics in my nation. We'll be back. We shall return.
There we go. Right mic. All right. Well, welcome back to Coffee Current Events and Politics. Um, we keep our ear to the ground, so you don't have to. Mm-hmm. The most dangerous show on social media anywhere. anywhere. So I'm Jackie Lukeman. And I'm after Shaheed Lukeman. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about, uh, this, this was something. We were on, um, uh, by any means necessary. Now, I got to admit, I, I tried to stay on top of a lot of stories. This one got past me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about this until we did, um, uh, by any means necessary. And it appears that, um, and I guess it's true, because everybody's talking about it, and, I, and, and it is true, that there is a GoFundMe. Um, uh, because of the 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 threats of shutting the government down, mm-hmm. Trump wants money for the wall, and you know, of course, Congress isn't going to give it to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Schumer um, uh, uh, and Pelosi and, and and said that he's not going to get it. So now Trump is, you know, they they reworded it somehow, you know, um, border security. Right. So now right, it's not right. the wall; it's money. It's for just border, border security. Right. But. Trump's uh, mutant posse out there. It's mutant. <laughs> Trump's mutant posse out there is not going to take this line down. No. Um, no, they're going in there. They're, they're going in their cookie jars. They're they're raiding um uh, uh raiding their their socks and, and everything yep, else. Going in the titty bra- yeah, in, the, yeah. in the titty bank. Yep. So they do, yep. So the, his mutant posse is going in there and they they're going to back their president. So they set up this GoFundMe. I don't know who set it up. Um, but they set up this GoFundMe, and so far, I think it's five days later. It's it's not even five days later. I think it's just just been four. All right, well, four days they got six million dollars. <laughs> so so Trump's mutant posse, um, <laughs> they they crawled their way to wherever they got to go. They slithered their way to where, wherever <sighs> they got their little funds at. Um, they went and siphoned off. Now, but but you know we laugh about this, and we we talked about this, uh, spoke about this on. Um, uh, vitamins necessary. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, folks are saying now, and I was reading some of you guys' comments. Um, I don't know Jackie what on on YouTube, but you guys on Facebook, a lot of you guys was like, oh well, you know that money, six million dollars could be used for the house veterans. It could be used for homelessness. It could be used for this. We could save the dogs and the cats, and you know, that's all well and good. But the fact remains is these people's sole purpose is to keep brown people out. That's right. That's they don't right. care about veterans. They don't care no. about, you know, they don't care about, uh, uh, you know, um, um, housing the homeless. They don't care about this. They want to stop what they consider a brown horde coming in, wanting to rape their women, wanting to, to, wanting to, want, want to screw them out of existence. <laughs> Did you just say That's screw what they want to like do. Like, literally, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, well, maybe that's that. What I'm saying is, that, that was perfect. They, yeah, they're worried about this, this, this brown horde, this allegedly brown horde that's coming over like the Mongolians, and that's going to get every white woman and and impregnate her with a boy, with an anchor baby, and um, and you know, and 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 and, and you know, and because that's what's being being pointed to them. That's, that's you know? right. That look when Trump first. Did this campaign about the wall? What did he say? They were rapists. They, they were rapists. They're not sending us. They're their not best sending kind. us their best. Right, right, right. They're not sending us their best. <laughs> they're criminals. Right, they're right. rapists. Yeah. So I mean, look, I don't care how much you try to take that back. The people, the mutant uh, posse that he got, they took that in, and they're not. They're not. Look, I don't care how many times Trump says, "I didn't mean to put it that way." In in their hearts, yeah, you did. And and especially when they've got their 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 current uh, uh, talking heads 
uh, Tucker Carlson saying and doubling down on what he said that that these particular immigrants make America dirtier. He said that yeah, he on Fox that. News and he was challenged over it and he said, I meant it and I meant it and I'm not going to take it back. And, and advertisers have left his show. It's amazing all the crappy things this man has said, all the racist, sexist, evil things that Tucker Carlson and other people on Fox News has said. But it, it took him saying, just literally coming out and basically saying, we don't want the brown people to rape our women and have uh, 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 mongrel babies practically for the advertisers to say, ooh, that's too well, much. And, and see, we gotta, <laughs> see, we gotta stop pussyfooting with, with America's racism. Yes. Don't, don't sit up here and try to correct what I say. Mm-hmm. Don't sit up here. We got to come at America's racism um, as straight and raw as it comes at everybody else. Because that's how you know we get I mean? it. So that's how we get it. Before it was um, the Mexicans being rapists and this and that and the other, this is what they were saying about black folks. This is what they were saying about black men. Black men hung from trees because a white woman said that a a black man looked at her funny. And lied. I mean, mean, (laughs) prosperous black communities, and I'm serious about this. Yes. Prosperous black communities have been burnt to the ground by the lie of one white woman. So so don't sit up here and, 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 look, the problem of it is we've been too genteel. Mm. With with this racism, yeah, and so yeah. we got we got to strike back hard at it, just like it comes at us. So no, I don't have time to couch it a certain way. I don't have time to flower it a certain way because for the four hundred plus years we've been in this country, it ain't come at us gentle. No. It ain't come at us soft. No. And the fact that four hundred plus years of black people being in this country, and we look at the statistics, statistic, the, the, I told you the black <laughs> those numbers, yeah, those numbers. <laughs> And find out that we have not prospered in this country and that there's still forces at work to still uh, 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 keep us from obtaining uh, the prosperity and, 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 and the pursuit of happiness, all this stuff that they claim exists here right. that we're supposed to get. So, no, I don't have the patience anymore to, to, to be, um, as Michelle Obama say, go high. Look, 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 look. no. Sometimes you got to get right in the gutter with them. Exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, seriously, how else are you going to clean that gutter out? Really? How, how else? You cannot clean a gutter out by standing in, on, on, on the 14th floor of a high-rise building. You're not going to clean that gutter out that way. In order to understand what's really in that gutter and, the deal, and, to, and to know what you're dealing with, you got to get down there with those people. And honestly, I agree with you. I really do. I, I understand that, that especially for marginalized people, we really don't want to, we don't want to piss anybody off. But listen, our lives are on the line, been on the line for a long time. And we, we don't have the luxury of not pissing people any, we don't have the luxury of not pissing people off anymore. If and, and honestly, if people are pissed off because we are advocating for marginalized people's humanity, then you're not our allies, you're not our friends, and you're focusing on the wrong thing and on the wrong people. We have every right to be mad. We have every right to be pissed off at Tucker Carlson and his racist garbage that came out of his mouth. And I don't like the fact that so so many people and it's not just white folks, but even some some black uh, uh, you know uh, black people and others on on, on so called so supposedly you know so called on our side, 
want to tone police us. And I don't like that. But the thing of it is, is that, you know, well, you know, um, uh, 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 you know, um, you know, it, it, it's better. No, no, look, look, look. 400 plus years we've been here. And we have not had a break from, from the trauma of this country. Nothing. There has not. I cannot open up any history book, no true history book in this country, and say, well, damn, from the period of, of uh, 18, 1888 and 1900, they left us the fuck alone. <laughs> nope, that period of time does not exist. That period does not exist in this oh. country. Oh, you know, you want to know how we can prove that? Mm. You know how, want how we can prove that really quickly? Just, just, just... We're not even going to make you go and read like Howard Zinn's history of the United States. You should, but but we're not even going to tell you that you have to do that. Go to uh, uh, the Equal Justice Initiative, EJI.com, I think, or it's EJI.org, and order their Equal Justice Initiative calendar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. On that calendar, there is an incident of racist terroristic violence committed against black and other marginalized people for every single day of the year from from 16 whatever to probably last year we're, we're not this isn't this isn't what's the word hyperbole yeah, yeah I, I just call it hyperbole yeah i know what we're, one hyperbole. of us is mispronouncing it but we're not going to say who yeah. but we're not exaggerating about the pressure that we are always under. So when we talk about the thing that these white people are really thinking, we're not being mean about these people. We're, we're not being nasty. And we're not black trying allies. to and they're black allies. Yep, we're not trying allies. to we're not trying to offend anybody. These people are really afraid that those brown folks are gonna come into this country and impregnate their daughters and 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 dilute the purity of their white uh, uh, ethnicity. They really do believe that. Well, I mean, but 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 let's look at this, and 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 this could kind of go. I guess we could tie this in a little bit. It's not just America where this 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 where this this fear of of darker people um um uh, breeding you out. Yes. You know, I mean, in Europe right now, even look look, everybody talks about the Netherlands. And everybody talks about how the Netherlands is so much more civilized than us. But the Netherlands just passed a, a, a law saying that the migrants, they're moving them to an island. <laughs> yes. Their own island. They're moving them to an island. Look, let me tell you something. Many of you saw Braveheart. So Europeans' history is full of, uh, uh, what is that, that um, 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 Primus Noctis or whatever, First Night. Uh -huh. Where a lot of uh, where it was customary in certain circles that if if a, a, a if a, a, a someone of a lower class got married, then the then the person who owned the land could come and sleep with your wife and get first rights. You know what I mean? This this is a reality in much of Europe. So I mean, it might not have been a reality in other places, but I know in Europe there was there's a fear of that. So 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 it's a fear now, and it's mm -hmm. a fear now because with the with the migrant crisis that's coming. Uh, uh, that that is, that has been exacerbated by the West. Exactly. You know what I mean? People don't just leave their homes because they ain't got nothing else to do. They leave their homes because their homes have become unlivable. Mm -hmm. And that is be, uh, uh, due a, largely, a large part to the policies of, of Western nations for the most part. Right. So now that these people are on your doorstep, now you're sitting back and saying, well, what my country's going to look like in 30 years? It's not going to, you know, when I, you know, when I look around and, 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 um, Pardon me, in my country, in Norway or Sweden, 
you know, um, I see more people with headscarves. I right. see more people with dots on their heads. I see more Africans there, and that scares them. Right. You know what right. I mean? So it's not just a, a, a white American phenomenon. You have the rise of right-wing fascist groups that's rising up over Europe, and it has always been tied to, um, um, uh, um, uh, what's the, uh, uh, um, so xenophobia. So, so I mean, look, even the rise of, of, of um, Nazi Germany, um, which I love to always give examples to, I mean, you know, the others have always been scapegoated. You know, the, the whole Aryan race thing and purity right, thing. Right. This is not new in fascist movements. You know, it, it was in Italy, is it? I mean, so, so I mean, this stuff is still uh, alive and well in the hearts of a large segment of European Americans and white Americans yep. when it comes to the other. Exactly. So, so it is nothing. That that was a great. I, I, see, this is why I, I like to talk about this stuff with you because you can always tie it in the correct way with the history of the rise of European fascism. And 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 that is important. All right, so thank you, Lene. Bendies. I didn't know what they were called, but the bendies on the on the um, Indian right, head. Right, right. I want to be correct. I don't want to insult anyone. Right. So okay, bendies. Thank you, Lene. I mean, so 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 a lot of people make an incorrect uh, correlation between like Trump and 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 Hitler. There's a lot of that that's not quite right, and, and the idea that that fascism. We talked about this also. On uh, uh, on the ground on WPFW mm -hmm. and and I think we have the link up for that too. How Trump he he didn't usher in fascism in this country. These people didn't have these ideas about oh my God what's what what's what's my country gonna look like in in thirty years and fifty years. All of a sudden that Trump became president, there mm -hmm. were articles floating around with this question on in right wing media. 10, 15 years ago. Look, I, look, I've been out of high school for 30 years, and I remember people talking about the browning of America. I think, yes. What Rush Limbaugh, this is what he talked about. Yep. It's, I mean, so this is not a new phenomenon, and people need to understand that that this this rise of fascism in America is not a, really a rise of fascism. It was always here. Always here. So this is why these people don't have a problem. Exactly. Putting, you know, finding $80 out of the, the little bit that they have, of a little bit of nothing they have, to go pay for a wall to keep these brown people out who they are convinced are going to come and, and brown them out of existence. That's, what, that's why. It doesn't have anything to do with anything other than we do not want to be replaced. What do you think these people were saying right. when they were marching on Charlottesville talking about Jews will not replace us? They knew what they were saying. But, but we are uh, uh, progressives. They, they want to be polite to these people, laughing at them because they had tiki torches from Home Depot. And, and you know what? And you know what? Um, and, and not to call any names, but we have a, a very good Facebook friend of ours, and she's a follow, she's a she's a friend of the show. And you know, she said that she was at because um, Umbra um, uh, just said something about uh, you know that crazy old uncle at Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Well, this this particular friend of ours mentioned how uh, a family member of hers. Um, was saying racist stuff around her, and she said that she felt it wouldn't do any good to confront her. And we took, we said, no, you got to confront her. You know, you got to confront her. 
you can't be my ally in, uh, 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 in front of my face and not be my ally uh, uh, behind when, when I'm not around. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? An ally ride or die with you, whether they with you, whether they're in your presence or they're not in your presence. And we want so many of our white allies, sincere white allies. I ain't talking about the fake uh, progressives <laughs> that talk about they want racial e equality and, and equity like they do in D.C. and then uh, and then give um, uh, the homeless fund away to, <laughs> to uh, uh, rich business people in D.C. Right. in the forms of tax break. I ain't talking about those false progressives there. I'm talking about the white, the, the our true white allies who are really about it, about it. You know what I mean? And so, you know, you can't just get on uh, coffee, current events, and politics and talk about, yeah, um, I'm for this and I'm for that. No. Like Umbra said, it's when you with your crazy old uncle and he start talking that stupid yeah. shit. That's yep. when you sit at the table. That's when the courage come in. That's when the courage come in and say, nah, nah, you wrong, um, you know what I mean, uncle or whatever you, you know, you're wrong. If you you got to be an ally 24-7. You can't right. sit up here and, and, and say nice things uh, when you're on, 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 on a platform or you're in, in, in spaces of people of color. And then when, when you're with some of your racist family members, then all of a sudden you're quiet. Yeah. That ain't how it works. No, nah, and, and, and take the pie away from your racist-ass uncle, too. <laughs> Damn it to hell. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if that's all you have to back up your allyship with is to make your racist-ass friends and relatives uncomfortable and not serve them dessert, then do it. Right. The, I, seriously, I mean, listen, this is... The, you you, you got to build up that courage somehow. This is not easy. So, so like... When we're talking about this wall mm -hmm. and these people giving, I'm I'm almost convinced that by the time we go to bed tonight and 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 turn on the news tomorrow or or open our laptops tomorrow, it's probably gonna be up to eight million dollars. Now now they have a long way to go to get that one billion dollars they need to build this wall, and these people, as terrified of being browned out of existence that they are. These people do not know how government works because, see, the fund that they are trying to give this money to is in the U.S. Uh, Treasury. And it's it's like the charitable fund where you can make a, um, a what do you call it, a contribution mm -hmm. to the U.S. Treasury to pay down the debt. Now, I understand that that the national debt is a whole nother conversation that, OK, agreed and, and, and to to, to just make a point about what you were saying earlier mm -hmm. about MMT, the problem with with um, this the way people understand government funding is that the government is spending a lot of money on stuff, namely the Department of Defense, and, and saying that it doesn't have money for other things, but the government is also not providing full employment for people. So if people don't have True. jobs then people aren't putting any money back into the economy and there's really no value behind the dollars that so the issue is 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 twofold in that yes the department of defense gets way too much of the pie but the other issue is that enough people are not employed so enough people aren't making enough money to funnel back into the economy mm -hmm. so that that's a whole nother conversation but these people are raising this money. They think they're going to raise a billion dollars to build this wall because the Congress isn't going to give Trump his money for the wall. Not yet. Not, not yet. So they think they're going to get this GoFundMe 
and and contribute this money to the U.S. Treasury Fund to uh, that people can make contributions to to pay down the debt. Here's the problem with these people and this ridiculous ass idea. The money that is contributed to that fund isn't like, it's not like, like my family can give me money and tell me, listen, I'm going to give you this money, but you better use it to pay the mortgage. Yeah. Now, think of it this way. My funny, my, my family can give me money and tell me that they want me to do a certain thing with it all they want to. But once I get it, I do whatever the hell I want to with that money That's and true. they can't stop me. That's pretty much what this U.S. Treasury Fund is. It, uh, 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 more importantly, people who contribute to the fund can't tell the U.S. Treasury what the Treasury can and cannot do with the money that goes into the fund. Neither can the U.S. Treasury say this is what we want Congress to do with the money. Congress decides on what is done with that money that goes into the U.S. Treasury Fund. So these people raising all this money to give to this U.S. Treasury Fund, thinking that they're going to tell Congress that this is money that we want you to go toward building the wall, that's not how it's going to work. Well, yeah, and, and you're right. That's not how it works, but they don't care. They don't care. All right, this, this is the part that I feel, um, yeah, I mean, you know, people say it's, they're stupid. Uh, people say, oh, Lord, look how ridiculous that is. They think this, they think that. But this is, this, this is the part that we need to pay attention, since we're so smart progressives. These are the things that we need to pay attention to. Trump has, has connected with his base. Now, now, now we, we spoke about this earlier. Barack Obama got 98. Well, let me, let me set this up. Trump has never backed away from his base. He's never backed away from his base. Trump is well aware that most of the people that support him uh, have, 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 uh, are, are racially challenged. You know, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, they, they're racially challenged. Uh -huh. He understands that. Yes, that's yeah. why he never comes straight out and criticized them for it. We've seen it with Charlottesville. He understood that if he was to come out and definitively say, yeah, the alt-right is wrong, they shouldn't have did that, I condemn them, blah, 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 David Duke, I don't want him around me, blah, 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 blah. He lied and said he never knew who David Duke was. But it's a reason why he said that, because he understands a large part of his support comes from people like them. Mm -hmm. Now, let's look at going high Barack Obama. Barack Obama got over 98% of the black vote. But unlike Trump, who, won't abandon, who didn't abandon his base and still doesn't abandon his base, um, Barack Obama, uh, once, once we threw our votes behind him, then we couldn't get this man to say black, people reparations in one sentence, in one sentence. at any we, time we had to i mean he had to be shamed to talk about trayvon martin yeah he did he had to be shamed to do that he had to be shamed to send eric holder to ferguson when that went down mm -hmm. you know and then unlike trump who don't go to cold country and tell them y'all need to stop doing math if y'all want to be successful uh -huh. y'all need to start you know mm -hmm. y'all take care of your teeth you know what i mean all this other kind of stuff <laughs> You know what I mean? But, 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 but no, but he looked, he said, you, you're my base. You might be a little dysfunctional, racially challenged, or this and that and the other, but you support me and, 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 and I got your back. 
Yep. Barack Obama never told us that. And these people feel that they're part of something. Mm -hmm. So so whatever they have, they go in their pocket and they look, they they know that, uh, you know, look, they're not stupid. They know that their little $80 and stuff eventually is not going to build this wall. But it's not the part. They feel that they're a part of something. Good Barack point. Obama never made black people who supported him over 98% feel like nothing. He went around and what he did was he spoke down to us. Um, um, uh, um, he spoke down to us. Michelle Obama right now is speaking down mm. about us, the black, you know, on her book tour and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So when we look at it, um, uh, Trump's strength comes from his base. Mm -hmm. Barack Obama couldn't get shit done because he abandoned his. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, so I mean, that that's that's a great point. As 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 ridiculous uh, as far as as process and legislatively as this whole GoFundMe for building the wall and giving the money to the U.S. Treasury is, you we also have to look at the ideological importance of Trump and his presidency and and what it means, what he means to those people who support him. It does it doesn't matter that that Trump's ideas are ridiculous. Some of his ideas are ridiculous. It doesn't even matter that some of his ideas are are are, are illegal and and amoral and, and unconstitutional. These people don't care. They don't care because, like you said, they believe he is there working on their behalf. On their behalf. Because whether he told he, them that he was. Whether he's doing whether he's doing it or not, they believe it. They believe it. That's right. And that's important. In politics, it's about the illusion of making the people believe that you're doing something for them when you know exactly you're not. And 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 this is how he wins twice, mm -hmm. right? He he can say, and, and I know somebody's gonna watch this and be like, so it sounds like you guys support Trump. This is our problem on the left. We don't take the time to really critically think through these issues. You know, all we think about is, you know, we, we just have to, every time we, we get an opportunity, we're just supposed to talk about how horrible Trump is and we need to resist Trump and stop Trump. No, we really need to understand that this dude has played the whole country. And and, then, and part of critically thinking is learning from your enemy. That, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, and, you yeah. know, I mean, we don't like to do that because we think we're so much smarter than them. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So by us, you know, you know, patting ourselves on the back, and because you know, many of us don't consider ourselves racist, or many of us don't consider ourselves, um, uh, you know, having uh, a lot of the, you know, or or or, or um, uh, uh, co-signing a lot of the issues that many people on the other side do, then, you know, we feel ourselves sometimes uh, superior. But in feeling that way, we lose the ability to learn from our mistakes because we don't believe we made any. Right. So we, right. So we lose the ability to learn from our mistakes and, and, and realize, well, why is it that these poor people are, are, so, are so invested um, uh, with, 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 where they will go? Look, when people give you their money, then, then that means that they believe in your cause. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, so, so why aren't we uh, 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 sitting back and say, well, what is it uh, between Trump and his mutant posse? Why is it that, that you know, what, what did he do to bring them in that they feel so invested? What, what core did he touch in them? Right. These are the questions that we got to ask ourselves. 
So that, I mean, you know, you know, we, you know, we've gotten to this point, Jackie, in this country where we feel that we don't have to talk to them. Like mm -hmm. we feel we don't have to learn nothing from them. Like we feel that, that there's nothing that we, that, that they can teach us. But see, but we'll always continue to, uh, uh, um, to, to not get it totally right until we lose some of our arrogance and realize that, yeah, even on the other side, we can learn, uh, 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 we can learn something. Yeah, I mean, if we're really honest about what's going on here, because I think another aspect of this, and I had to stick a pen in what you said about when people give you their money, uh, that means they believe in you. Okay. Um, because um, that, that's very important mm -hmm. in regard to black people and our activism. And, and But let me say this first. Trump wins twice. And, and, and it doesn't matter what he does. It doesn't really matter how any any of what he does turns out. It I, I honestly don't think it matters whether he he gets stuff done or whether it goes down in flames because he he told people that he would do certain things. Mm -hmm. And he knew that those certain things were important to the people he said that to. So he wins because he can say to them, I told you I was going to do this. And look, I'm trying to do it. So he, he wins on that point. And then he wins on the other point, even if what he's trying to do isn't successful. Even, even if it's illegal, immoral, and absolutely unconstitutional, and gets shot down in the courts, as a lot of stuff, his stuff will and has been, it, he wins then because then he can say, look, I told you that I was going to do certain things. I tried to do these things for you and look at what the government or the courts or the Democrats or the establishment Republicans won't let me do. He wins either way. And he always knew this. We've always said that while Donald Trump is not politically astute, he's not intelligent at all, but people have always underestimated that man's uh, uh, what, what, what do we want to call it? His savvy, his media savvy, his, 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 his knowledge of, of how to manipulate people really. Cause that, that's what he's doing. It's what he's done. And, and, and I wanted to agree with Ron, uh, Ron. No, he won't have his wall. He's not going to have his wall because we've already stated that, um, a, you know, look, even if they came up, with the billion dollars or whatever they need, you just can't just turn to GoFundMe over and say, okay, right. now we want our wall. Right. So no, you're right. He's not going to have his wall. Mm -hmm. But we need to learn on this side why, you know, Trump, and, and this is the question that we, we got to critically think, people. You know what I mean? You know, we get so caught up in the us versus them that we don't critically think. See, the thing of it is, is the fact that Trump has never held political office. Barack Obama has. Mm -hmm. But yet Trump is finding ways to maneuver around Washington, D.C. politics to at least present the illusion that he's getting stuff done while Obama was sitting there with his hands tied behind his back and black folks, the ones that he distanced himself from, making excuses for him, say, oh, well, the white folks in Congress won't let him do nothing. You know what I mean? Right. Now, Obama, when he got to become president, was a seasoned politician by that time. Yes, he was. Now, he might not have been, you know, and he spent time in, in, in the Senate. Yes. So, I mean, so he couldn't, he didn't make enough contacts or, you know, he didn't know how to play the game by that time. So, I mean, so these are questions that we have to ask so we don't repeat the same mistake. Right. Why is it that Trump can come from Trump Tower and become president of the United States 
and no, and look, it's very unorthodox. I agree, but yet to his base, his base don't see the unorthodoxy. The base is seeing this man is fighting Washington for me. That's that's it. And where you had, like you said, Barack Obama, the seasoned pop, seasoned politician. Yes, we understand he faced racism. But seriously, how did you not know that was going to happen? It's America. Right. Like you said, Ron Williams, America, America believes in racism. That's our religion. Other than capitalism, capitalism and racism. That's what we do here. Well, that's what founded the country. That's capitalism, what founded the capitalism, racism, and violence. That's what founded this country. Was, like, capitalism, <laughs> racism, and genocide. That, that, that's what founded this country. I don't know why people were surprised that Barack Obama was going to face a lot of racism. So when he was faced with all of this resistance... How come he didn't take a sledgehammer to the joint like Trump is doing if he was there for the people? Right. The, exactly. you understand? Yep. So so that the, there are a lot of different angles to, to this whole uh, Trump presidency that we, we are going to mess around and settle for a vanilla Barack Obama who honestly was just a chocolate neoliberal white Democrat just just and, and we're going to think we won and somehow things are better because we got rid of Trump that's we got to do better than we have to do better than that and we can do better than that but we got to do we got to do the really hard deep critical thinking in order to eliminate some of these so-called Democratic candidates who who are not any better than what we've had before not saying that we need to elect another Trump I'm saying that we need to understand the political landscape and what's really here. Look, I, look, I think Trump is a necessary evil. I said it when he was elected. I, I agree. You I know agree. what I mean? I, I said that Trump was a necessary evil because I felt that, um, and, and I don't support him, but I felt that he's a necessary evil because I felt like he is going to finally wake us up and realize that we have to, I mean, we, we've been, should have been, fighting harder to see the soul of this country was lost before Trump got there. Mm, and, mm. Or, you know, but at the same time, Trump is accelerating the, uh, uh, um, the, the death of this country. Um, the stock market, you know, capitalism, man, just needs to go. The stock market is a, what, 14 month low. Yeah. Folks, we're heading to Down another 400 something points. Right. We're heading to another recession. Um, you know, so, I mean, you know, so capitalism has to go. This system can't. We said this when we was on on PFW. This system can't be reformed. No, I don't have any faith in reforming the system. I think that we need to, um, um, like, uh, uh, I think we need to implode it. I think that we need to um, set debt charges to it, blow it up, and then rebuild it. On see, this system has never been founded on justice, and that's that it. is the reason that's why it. we have such a problem in this country. The system has not, you know, you're only as good as your foundation. Hmm. And if your foundation is inequality, racism, mm -hmm. genocide, and sexism, sexism, mm -hmm. raw capitalism, mm -hmm. exploitation, when, when, you're, when you build um, your, your institutions on that type of foundation, then, you know, then, then you can't expect anything good out of it. Right. But my, our, 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 our um, uh, um, uh, stance on this is that, yeah, we could try to reform this system. Many people much more intelligent and, and talented than us have tried, so much so that many brilliant people had just left the country because they understood that it was a, a worthless cause. But the thing of it is, is that, folks, look, we are at the point 
where, first of all, we don't have a lot of time. Climate change is even, um, uh, uh, climate change may, may, may get rid of us quicker than nuclear war will. Hmm. So, wow. so climate change is a real thing right now, mm-hmm. and I mean, and so, so we didn't, you know, we're not on, 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 you know. Remember when we, um, they have that doomsday clock? Yeah, yeah. Well, the doomsday clock is like eleven fifty nine, especially when it comes to climate change. Mm-hmm. So we don't have a lot of time to play with this, right. and so what I'm saying is, is that this thing needs to be imploded, rebuilt. On the foundations of justice. Yes. Now, I don't know how we're gonna get there. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how we're gonna get there, but we have spent too many times, too long, trying to reform the rotten system. Yeah, yeah. We we know at least we know at least reforming this system is not what's gonna get us there. Right. We know exactly. that much, and and I think we actually under we actually do know. Um, those of us who who have been in this struggle for a minute, we do understand that if we're going to um, talk about how to deal with this from an electoral politics perspective, we can't keep voting for the same people from the same party. Thank that's, you. That's 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 the issue. Thank you. I, well, electoral Thank politics you. isn't going to change the That's voting isn't going to bring about the revolution. But we're not going to sit here and tell people that we you, that you shouldn't vote. Sure, you should because on a local and a state level, that is important. But voting for the same damn people from the same damn parties ain't gonna change nothing. And I want, and I also want to um, um, express that I'm not saying give up. When I say that we need to 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 destroy this system and rebuild it on the foundations of justice, then that's what I mean. Like I said, I don't know how we're gonna get there. But in the meantime, I'm not saying because some folks say, "Well, there's nothing we can do." Then, uh, you know, no, you fight anyway. You know what I mean? You fight anyway. And then when that person that's smarter than me comes, you know, comes and say, yo, this when that person that's smarter than me and has the way, say this is the way we can do it, then I'm going to follow them. Then we got the numbers. Then I'm going to follow that person. Right. And then I'm going to follow that person to the gates of hell because I want a future for, for, for my grandbabies for your children, and for your posterity that comes after that. So if that person, whether it's male or female, whatever, comes along and say, look, I got the plan, and if if it seems right to me, I'm going with them. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Getting all all religious up in here right now. So here's what... I, I, I want. I stuck a pin in your point, and then we're going to move on to our last topic. And then you get your treat at the end of the show for sticking with us. So uh, that sounded so weird. You get a treat like that's just so weird. But anyway, so so I wanted to 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 highlight what you said about um when people give you their money, they believe in your cause. Mm-hmm. That's really important in this conversation about this GoFundMe for the wall. Because right or wrong, these people believe in Trump's cause. Right. 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 And 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 they have raised six million dollars in three four days. Six million dollars in three or four days. Aside from the people that we've seen who have had to, you know, set up GoFundMe to pay for medical bills and mm-hmm. and you know help pay for like when they you know uh, the life emergency happens. And we've we've had our friends who have had to do that, and we've certainly helped people who have had to do that. But think about this, and this was brought up you know, on by any means necessary today. There's a fund. Uh, uh, somebody set up a fund in response to this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. For uh, um, uh, 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 providing, I think it was cash bail to people in Ferguson, Missouri. Mm. Guess how much that GoFundMe account has? 
One million dollars. One million. Oh, wow. One. So same, same period of time. Same period of time. Same period of time. One million dollars. We here at Carvey Current Events and Politics and Luke Mon Nation, because we're real honest about ours. See, we 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 love doing this, this, this political commentary, this digging in the issues, this talking about uh these these uh, uh political and social issues that affect our lives. We do this anyway. Just because that's the kind of people we are. And, and you just decided, you know what? If there are people on YouTube and Facebook who are making makeup videos, we can damn sure do this and do some good. But we still have to work our regular jobs because we got to pay this mortgage and we got bills to pay. And we've had our own GoFundMe account up yeah, trying to get a documentary made. And all we asking for was 10 grand to get a documentary made and we have, you know, our, our Patreon thing. And we've known crazy, just really ridiculous people making mad money every month off of silly, shallow people every, every month on Patreon, telling those people what they want to hear. And here you have all of these people who are literally afraid of brown people um, procreating them out of existence able to scrape together $6 million. I'm sure it's, I'm, I'm so convinced it's going to be $8 million by tomorrow morning. But let's just round it up and say seven. Mm-hmm. They're on a mission. <laughs> that seven, they, they, because they believe in that cause. Exactly. And we got all these people, we're supposed to, all of the decent people <coughs> in this country are supposed to outnumber the crazy racists. But Black activists and other justice activists can't get the kind of financial support from all of these supposedly decent people who supposedly outnumber these folks. Put your money where your mouth is. I don't I don't believe you. This is why we don't believe you. This is why we don't (laughs) believe. This is why we don't believe so many folks when they're like, oh, yes, we're really for justice. Really? Because. We we got people who are sitting in jail because they cannot post $30 for bail. That's true. Seriously, there's a woman who died. I know, I just read that, yeah. There's a woman who died. She had mental issues. Her family, she had a hard time. Her family had a hard time keeping up with her whereabouts because she had mental issues. But she was arrested and locked up for something. Wow. Her her bail was three hundred dollars. So you have to post ten percent. That's yeah, thirty that's bucks. 30, yeah, thirty bucks. Not only did nobody notify her family that she was even locked up, but she didn't have thirty dollars to post her own bail, and there was nothing for this woman to get thirty dollars. Nobody could come up with thirty dollars to get this woman out of jail. She sat in jail. For what, 15 days? She died in jail. And her family didn't even know she was in jail until after she died and the jail notified them that their mama was dead. But we're supposed to believe that all of the good people who outnumber the crazy racists are really behind us? Really? Then why is it so hard to separate all that good people money from y'all, and I, and I, I understand this is not directed at, at, at any of our friends and family who are watching us right now, but y'all know some no, of the people. No, we're talking about the wider, yeah. Yeah, y'all know some folks. Y'all know some folks. Share this part of the video with them. Change their life. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> change their life. You hurt their feelings and change their life. 
because we're fighting for hours. That's right. And these people are putting their money where their mouth is with that wall, whether it makes sense or not, whether they're going to get it or not. It's the principle. It's important to them. They're putting their money where their mouth is. What are you doing? I'm so glad real quick before we go to this last uh, point that, and, I, and she's going to be mad at me, but I'm so glad Lynn Mack joined because Lynn Mack, she and her husband will never, never call attention to themselves. But you want to talk about people who are, are incredible advocates for the incarcerated. They are, at least Lynn, I, we've never met her husband. and We've actually never met Lynn in person. We know her through her group, Intelligent Political Discourse. We encourage you to go join that Facebook group. You can learn an amazing amount of stuff about the prison system, uh, about uh, uh, incarcer uh, uh, um, advocacy for the incarcerated, uh, about what what these bills really mean, uh, and and we really thank uh, Lynn Mack for for educating us on this first step act because a lot of that information I would love to say that I sat there and read the whole bill and was able to to digest all that stuff myself. We did, but a lot of the explanation we actually got from her. So so we we give people credit where the credit is due and and. We, we are really just thankful to know people like Lynn who and her husband who are doing amazing, amazing work. These people have a business of their own in California. Well, yeah, and we shout, and, 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 and thank you, Jackie, uh, because I agree with you. We shout out um, people like Lynn Mack and others um, because, I mean, look, we, we have to, we, you, know, we're, you know, we're in this together, you yeah, know, and yeah. all of us play a part. You know, we always said before, that there's some of us who are able to go and, and stand on the picket lines and able to go to rallies like Jackie and I do. Um, we're able to, um, um, to to travel places and represent you guys when we when we can. There's people like Chanel Pittman out there who's mm -hmm. backing progressive candidates and, 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 and Green Party candidates, and she's doing her thing out there. I mean, we got folks all over who's, who's trying to do their part. But we're all one big army, and we got to look at ourselves like that. Yes. We have to look at ourselves as one big army. We have the West Coast contingent, where Chanel and them is at. Mm -hmm. I mean, we got the Southern contingent. With we got, Noah down yeah, in, in we're, Georgia. Yeah, Noah down and, in Georgia. And, yep. We got our New York, we got our, the New York division. We got those. I mean, and we, I mean, we got even people in Canada, you know, and, and places like that. So we got to look at ourselves, um, folks out there. As one big army, and the army, there's no big eyes and little use. In mm. an army, man, we we're one purpose, and 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 we and we fight as one, because we're in a war and we fight as one. So I mean, you know, just as much as you admire us, I admire the Chanel Pittmans. I admire uh, the uh, the Lene Moyes, who, who's always and Lene. You know, those of you who don't know Lene, Lene has has rocked with us. Yep. Um, I, I mean, she has rocked with us um, at a lot of events. And, and I mean, she'd be like, I ride and die sometimes, you know, a lot of places. So, I mean, we're all one part of one big army and we come in different shades and colors. Mm -hmm. That's why, Jack, you know, when we did this show, we said this, and I'll make it quick. I know we only got a few, uh, 15 minutes, but we said that, yeah, our politics is black politics. We believe in radical black politics. Uh -huh. We mm -hmm. will not shy away from that. We believe in black radical politics, but at the same time, um, uh, um, we're not black supremacists. Right. 
Right. You know what I mean? Right. We believe in black radical um, po politics, but we're not black supremacists. And that's the thing. We believe that it takes a, 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 a village. And, and, our, and, 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 and when it comes to this, our village comes in different shades, colors, and languages and cultures. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that's what we rock with. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, again, folks, we got to change our focus and the way that we attack these things. We're army. <laughs> and we got folks on the front line out there, man. And that's that's it. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, our, our, our friends and family over on YouTube, Shirley Vick, who, you know, all, all the time she's there. It just the 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 other folks, the folks who are who are doing the GoFundMe mm -hmm. to build the wall, they believe they're an army. That's right. We're not going to we're not going to win this this war believing that that we're all each our little you know fighting in our little our little uh, uh, silos. That's not that's not how this this mm -hmm. is going to work. None of us are going to be free uh, until all of us are free. And and honestly, unless those of us on the bottom are free, nobody else gets free. So all right, all right, we got ten minutes. Yes. Um, so the last story. Yeah, the last story is. Now, this this was something that I, you know, because you guys know that I drive a truck for a living. So I'm in a truck, mm -hmm. and I hear Bolton's voice, John Bolton. <laughs> and I can't stand this guy. You know, I mean, this guy, I mean, I just can't stand him. And so he's up here. He's the National Security Advisor. He's the National Security Advisor. And he Security sits up Advisor. there, and he talks about um, this prosperous Africa initiative oh. that, that Trump, the Trump administration is rolling out. Now... If I could just give up some points here, mm -hmm. just real quickly. Um, uh, da, 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 da. All right, the plan in the works for one year was a closely guarded secret. This um, uh, this uh, unveiling of Trump's new Africa strategy, and um, uh, da, 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 da. let me see. The strategy reflects the core tenets of President Trump's foreign policy. Basically, what it is is that um, you know. It, it, you know, the, 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 the um, foreign aid, you know, they want to increase foreign aid. They want to increase trade. They want all of this stuff. They want to the, uh, build uh, what they say is uh, a more equitable uh, relationship with Africa. Folks, look, let me be clear with you. It's all about, uh, um, oh, yeah, and they said something about, um, uh, uh, Bolton said something about um, helping them when it comes to, Fighting terrorism and uh, so let's so let's let's be clear and we're we're gonna you know we're just gonna put this out but we're going to um, revisit this subject again but um, especially in lieu of um, uh, of Africom and and the right. petition to, to, right to Black get, Alliance for Peace yeah. campaign to uh, end Africom and get the United States out of Africa that is also on our website yes we are our our uh, our, our Facebook page. Yes, we are supporters and members of Black Alliance for Peace. Exactly. So yeah, we we want the United States out of Africa. Right. So 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 basically, it's this, and the reason why it's it's been met because um, the Hill article said that it was met with a lot of um, with, with not much fanfare, and it was met with not much fanfare because people see through it. People know that the only reason why the United States is putting this initiative across is because of the growing influence of China on the continent. That's right. That's right. You know, now I'm a, I'm a, now we're going to, I'm going to tie this in real quick. Marcus Garvey and Malcolm X after him both said this, that black people in the world, whether here, the diaspora, wherever we are, descendants of Africans uh, uh, from the continent, he said that we will never be strong and respected until Africa is strong. 
and 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 um, uh, Malcolm uh, X uh, said that um, when when China became stronger, China's much stronger now than it was in Malcolm's day, but it was strong. Mm-hmm. It was getting strong, and Malcolm even said that um, the way they used to that 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 America used to treat the Chinese, the Chinese citizen, um, um, uh, uh, is no longer. Uh, uh, the case because China of the Mao Zedong was getting stronger, and so that so the stronger state that that respect for the Chinese state um, um, was given to the Chinese citizen abroad. Now that has never been true for us. Not, I mean, not after um, um, the European invasion of Africa mm-hmm. and 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 the transatlantic slave trade. We never had that. So so now China come and I got a lot of problems with with um, with uh, Chinese imperialism, but. This is what I learned from Ajamu Baraka. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, look, I mean, I, I'm learning every day. But he made a point that I, I agree with. As much problems as I and others have with Chinese investment, one of the things that China is doing that the colonial West didn't do in Africa, the Chinese is building infrastructure. And not infrastructure to extract resources. Right, They're right, building right. infrastructure um, um, for the uh, um, for for the, for um, to modernize and 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 strengthen the African nations that they're in, and to make them more independent. Right now, of course, the Chinese, you know, they have their own national interest. They ain't doing it out of the kindness of their heart. But it's a threat to America because with a strengthening with with, with a stronger Africa, then that strength then, then 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 that's a threat not only to America. But it's it's a threat to England and France, France, which is still pimping African countries. That's right. Uh, for resources and stuff, mm-hmm. and, uh, and 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 the Israeli billionaire in the Congo, which I thought was a disgrace that the Congolese have allowed an Israeli billionaire to get rich off the resources in the Congo and get eighty over eighty percent of the people in the Congo living in poverty. With Chinese investment and the Chinese had uh, uh, investment and in building this infrastructure. Yeah, this is um, going into um, a, a, a new era where the West is losing its grip mm-hmm. on just just going in and just extracting um, uh, resources out of Africa and not putting nothing back. Exactly. So, so we're looking at the United States responding to uh, uh, China being in Africa, and the reason China was in Africa was to challenge growing U.S. imperialism. But China realized that they had to do that in a different way. Instead of being another country that always wants to take from Africa and not pay for it, because that's what everybody else has done, China said, all right, we'll pay for some stuff. We'll pay for some stuff for Africa and for Africans to use, and and that is how we will build this relationship with Africa. Now, I don't believe that well, it's an entirely equitable relationship. Well, it's not. But one thing that I will say is that where the colonial powers was using slave labor to build infrastructure, right. which was only um, which sole purpose was to take stuff out exactly. and enrich and enrich the European uh, Europeans and American, um, uh, the, you know, the, the so-called West. Right. Right. And and leave Africans with nothing. And leave them with nothing. China's not doing that. China is saying we're going to invest billions and billions of dollars in African countries. So this this announcement, this this Trump uh, uh, initiative, prosperous African initiative. You know, this man got up in front of, of of you know wherever he was and said this garbage and said that the United States is not going to continue to give 
uh, African nations aid just indiscriminately. They that 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 the United States government demands basically they demand fealty to the United States in exchange for aid, and the Africans were like, no, exactly. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't control nothing over here. Right, right. No, we you, we're not afraid of you anymore. You're not the biggest bully on the block here anymore. It's good to have powerful friends. It's good to have powerful friends. <laughs> so we're, we're going to keep watching the, this this uh, uh, development because th- this this uh, um, uh, uh, face off between China and the United States over Africa, we believe, is going to heat up. Um, and and this is also why we believe that this is the perfect time to really push for ending uh, U.S. Africom and getting the United States and all those military bases mm-hmm. and 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 uh, military operations out of Africa, um, so that 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 continent and those countries that will benefit from Chinese development and become a world power, we we will reap the benefits of that, but we can't do it while the United States is still in there um, trying to run the show. So we're going to keep watching that that story. Right. All right, so um, we come to the end of a show. Yes. And um, so, all right, Jackie and I said, now we're not going to have another show until after Christmas. Yes, we're not. Right? We're not. So, um, so again, uh, well, before we go, this, you know, please share this uh, live mm-hmm. stream. Mm-hmm. Like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Yes. Um, go, um, um, you know, if you like what you see, if you support us, um, we have Patreon, patron accounts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You guys know the drill. Right. Um, you know, um, let's be like those Trump folks, you know what I mean? You know, throw, you know, you know, show us some love. So anyway, um, it's Christmas time. It right? is. And Christmas Eve is Monday mm-hmm. in our part of the world. Yes. And um, so we decided that we was going to do a little something uh, for you guys, right? Yeah. All right, so. Um, all right, let me see. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Mm. All right, ready? Ready. All right. Chestnuts, Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols. Being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know that Santa's on his way. He's loading lots of toys and goodies. And every mother's child is gonna spy to see if reindeers really know how to 
to fly. And so I'm offering this simple phrase to kids from one to ninety-two. It's been said many times, many ways. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to night. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Joyous Festivus. See y'all in the new year. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.